This is the John Oakley Show podcast. In the Star, poverty costs Ontario $33 billion a year, Food Bank says. Well, the Food Bank, or the former Ontario Association of Food Banks, is now known as Feed Ontario. And the chair of the board of directors is Michael Maidman, and he's joined the Oakley Show to flush this all out for us. Michael, good to have you on board. Good afternoon. Thank you. Hi, John. Hi. Uh, so poverty is costing Ontario $33 billion a year. Explain how that is. Well, that's what the report um, details, and, and, you know, we wanted to answer this question of, you know, what does it cost us when we allow poverty to exist? So we started with uh, analyzing just what it does cost. We looked at um, costs to the justice system when, you know, people experiencing poverty are more likely to be both victims of crime um, and more involvement in the court system, which is an expensive system, of course. So we did the calculation there, and, and that came out to just over a billion dollars per year. Um, the next highest cost was in the healthcare system, and we know that families uh, experiencing poverty have generally poor health. Um, we certainly know, as an association of food banks across the province, that you know access to quality, nutritious food is an issue, housing, things like medicine. Um, if folks don't have benefits, for example, or don't have and don't have the income to purchase the prescriptions that they need, they're more likely um, to have poor health, which has a cost um, on the healthcare system of approximately $3. billion per year. And then we looked at um, opportunity costs of poverty and, and looking at lost personal revenue and uh, when people are unemployed or they're underemployed. And we looked at a couple scenarios here that, you know, if we increased the income of those who are in the lowest quintile of the low-income measure, what would that lost income amount to, and what would the tax revenue that's lost, um, what would that amount to? And so we total all those things together, and, and we're looking at an estimated cost of somewhere between $27.1 and $33 billion per year. All right. So the argument is, uh, I guess, yours would be a preemptive approach uh, to social costs. That's the point of eliminating poverty then would have these ramifications, correct? Yeah. I mean, we've always talked about this issue, I think, you know, especially in in the food bank world of, um, you know, from the moral point of view, like this is a good thing to do. It's a very Canadian thing to do to eliminate poverty. But, you know, we also have to take, take into account the economics here. And, you know, when we look at the economics of it, and we see that not dealing with poverty actually has a high cost. And this report is not even talking about any of the things, you know, the, the cost of the programs that that we provide to support uh, people living in poverty. I mean, think of all of the money that donors are, are putting into the food bank system across the province, helping, you know, over 500,000 people every single year with food. So all of those volunteers, all of those donations, all the other costs of all the other provincial and municipal programs that we're offering across the province, it's a, it's a substantial cost. Again, Michael Maidman's with us, the chair of the board of directors of Feed Ontario, previously known as the Ontario Association of Food Banks. Give us a sense of the scope and scale of poverty in Ontario as you see it. Well, we've got 1.57 million people um, living in poverty um, right now. Uh, from a food bank perspective, uh, just under um, 508,000 people turning to a food bank, uh, and those people visited food banks just over 3 million times during the past year. So we are talking about a substantial problem. We have made interesting 
Lee. We've made some some good impacts, though, in poverty over the last decade, um, specifically in Ontario, um, a program called the Ontario Child Benefit, which then was layered on by the Canada Child Benefit. These programs really made a substantial impact on the number of, of families with children living in poverty, but actually reducing it by about 24%. But what we did see is while we reduced poverty for uh, families with children, um, poverty rates for people who were individuals or families without children actually increased by the same factor. And, you know, so on one side of the scale, we've got a targeted program, which really was successful in lifting people out of poverty. And for the rest of the population who didn't have that targeted program, their poverty rate increased. So what you're saying, Michael, is this could be a template, uh, the Ontario Child Benefit, and build on that uh, to eliminate greater numbers of uh, people in poverty, which, by the way, I think if I've got it right, uh, it says, in practical terms, a single person with an annual income of less than 23500 and a couple or single person with one child living on less than 33000 would be considered poor as recently mm-hmm. as 2017. So against that yep. backdrop, though, what you're saying is the Ontario Child Benefit has lifted out uh, of poverty numerous children, but conversely, you've still got uh, a lot of people, single folks, and uh, you know people with families. But you think this is a template upon which we could build? Uh, this is the model you pattern. Exactly right. We've seen the success of it. It's worked. You know, we we put it in place. We measured. It was successful. So if we were to do that across the spectrum, you know, we could have that that success right across the spectrum. And again, you know, it's it's not just because it's the right thing to do, the economics of it makes sense. So that's the uh, that's the, the thing that we're encouraging with this report is that we look at a basic income, um, that we look at that kind of program. We know that it works. We see that from the, the Ontario Child Benefit and the Canada Child Benefit. Let's look at applying it and um, and saving the economy and money and, and getting people out of poverty and, and back into the economy. All right. So based on this cost-benefit analysis, if we want to call it that, and uh, the basic income that you're uh, advocating here as well, I mean, there has been resistance to that. Some people say, well, you know, this is just going to be government handouts and a giveaway, and uh, that will just mean, you know, people will be expecting an entitlement, and that's the end of it. What do you say to those critics? Yeah, I think there are plenty of examples that people actually want to to get out of poverty. I mean, uh, that is always the criticism, and and certainly we have other examples around Canada, through the United States, and and around the world where um, universal basic incomes were were put in place, and people want to participate. They actually want to get into the, the, the labor market and participate in the economy, and I think it's an unfounded criticism. I, I think there's always an assumption that people will abuse the system and they will simply, you know, accept what that basic amount is and just live on that amount. Um, but I don't think that's the case. All right. Uh, well, and no pun intended, but it is food for thought. And I appreciate you coming on and presenting your case this afternoon. Thanks, Michael. My pleasure. You got it. Michael Maidman, again, is a chair of the board of directors of Feed Ontario. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.